Hello, and welcome to the Nurse to Nurse podcast with Starshima and Kevin, the podcast for the nursepreneurs. Get ready for some straight talk on everything nursing and more. What's up, y'all? All right, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Nurse to Nurse. You got your Starshima RN, brand nurse coach. Welcome, Starshima. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, I'm Kevin at Central Valley Medical. I appreciate you guys coming. We're going to talk about a serious topic tonight, even though I'll fucking bust Starshima's ovaries and shit. But it's very important because we want to help you be sound. We want to make sure that you're ready to retire and get the fuck away from nursing someday, like I have. Yes, absolutely. Look at you. Wait, you don't been? bust the ovaries. I've been good. How you been? I'll massage them if you want. You massage them? I'm like, don't bust them. It's a lot of hormones. It's a lot of things that? that I need. It's a lot of things that I need in the ovaries. I don't want to get you in trouble and shit. Right? I'll massage your nipples and your ovaries and stuff. Yeah, don't get in trouble on air like that. You're going to get us both in trouble. We got <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I respect about it is that it's just you and your personality and you never take yeah. like anything negative from it. You know what I mean? Like Drinks it's just really good to be man. be human. You know, I was talking to my students and I just been a little bit different, right? I've been a little bit more open. I've been a little bit me. And I think yeah. about the times where you'd be like, start shooting, you just so damn censored, like yes. open up, right? Yes. And I've unlayered censorship, but I feel like it's okay to be completely who yes. you are and people accept who you are. So I appreciate you for bringing no, that side out of me. And I, and I have one student who was coming back and she was like, you're a little bit more open this That's time good around. Though. Yes, but that will help you. Like, I know, but it'll see you, they'll see you as human. They'll yeah. understand that you are a human and they'll listen to you more if you do that. I think yeah. they'll respect you more. They'll listen to you more. I now, agree. I do get some grief. People don't like my cursing and stuff. but. I tell them from the beginning of my class, if you don't like it, there's the fucking door. Don't let it hit you with a good Lord split you. I'll give you money back and shit, but yeah. I am me. I'm not going to change. As you should not, right? You should not change who you are to make other people feel comfortable around you. I agree with you with that. And I'm learning that more and more in life. And as I more built this brand and more as I become iconic, yeah. it's like the more authentic that I get, the more it seems like people more respond. impact that I'm yes. able to make. Yeah. That's like exactly. truly, like when I get and say some raw things yes. on social, like people like, hell yeah, girl. And I'm that's like, oh, I was scared yes. to say that. Right. That's exactly right. They're scared to say that stuff. Don't be yeah. scared to say it. Yeah. I know you might piss off a few people, but fuck them. Who gives a shit? Right. Like our topic tonight might irritate a few people, but I think that our topic is really geared to really just help nurses be prepared. And as we were talking in the green room before we started, is a lot of the things that we're going to talk about and unpack today around retirement was things that we didn't know about as a right. nurse. And there's things that we are learning and putting into practice to be able to move forward. So I want to ask the listeners today, thinking about retirement, you're a nurse, you've been leaning in, perhaps you've been nursing five years, 10 years, 20 years, 35 years, whatever that looks like. Do you know what is that number that you need as a nurse in retirement? Right. to be able to sustain your current lifestyle? Or are you interested in sustaining? Or are you okay with declining in your lifestyle? Like, have you even thought about that? Right? Most people don't. They're mm-hmm. just living life, hoping shit works out for them. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I, true. I don't know if you remember, but in 2008, because we talked about this earlier, in 2008, a lot of nurses my age and older couldn't fucking retire because the stock market crashed and they lost everything in their 401. I lost personally. I could tell you everybody. I lost everything in my 4013B and 401k. And that's wow. when I said, fuck it. I ain't worried about this shit no more. Right. Like after all this time I've been saving. I did. And then but my I lost money is, 
As long yeah. as I save quick, it left a hell of a lot quicker. Yeah. Wow. The average home price right now in Central California is about four to five hundred thousand bucks. So if you if you figure that out for let's say we'll we'll even do the lowest price just for your home, four hundred thousand divided by twelve, that's about thirty-three thousand dollars a year divided by thirty. That's about twelve hundred bucks you'll need just for your home. Wow. Even if you don't pay your home off because you're too busy spending money, let's say you did pay your home off. How much taxes are you going to pay every year for your home? Mm, And that's going to be, let me see, 400,000 times 1%. That's $4,000 a year. That's about maybe, let's see, 4,000 divided by 12. That's about $333 a month you're going to need just for to pay your taxes. Wow. That's if they don't go up. Right. And then you think about like social security and then like the little bit of money that you're saving or if the market is so variable and once the stock market crash right. or money crashes, Cost which a lot of, of people are is losing right now too. Cost of living, inflation. And, and what did you insane. tell me? What did you tell me today when you went to buy shit? Yeah. So I went to the store, y'all. Like I love breakfast breaks. I don't know if you guys like those, but those are like my thing. Ain't nobody know what the fuck a breakfast break is. Well, they're these little uh, containers. They have like, uh, they come with different things, but I particularly like the almonds, the cranberries and the cheese. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. I got you. Okay. So they were generally like. Seven fucking dollars for that shit. Seven dollars for six of them. What the fuck? Right. And when I got the thing, when I got it, I had like three almonds in it. And I said, y'all just gave me cranberries and cheese. (laughs) Like, y'all play me like that. Like, you know what I mean? So everything is going up when I'm buying kids Oh, yeah, I I eat those motherfuckers sometimes. $7 for that shit? Yes. And guess guess where it was at for $7? Costco. Walmart. Oh, Walmart. Oh, shit. Yeah, but Walmart's having a lot of trouble right now. You know that, right? Sam? Do you know why Walmart's having a lot of trouble? No. Do you pay attention to the news? No, I, I are, try to stay away from it. I know, so I but it's important. You got to pay attention because what are people doing at Walmart, CVS, all these stores? Stealing. Stealing. And so they're losing. I don't want to talk about the city, but Walmart, because it's not a racial thing, but Walmart closed down four stores in a particular city because they were getting robbed every day, two or three times a day. I believe it. And so because they're losing billions of dollars, they're closing stores and they're raising prices. And who's paying for that shit? We are. Starshima. Well, you know what? I said I was going to boycott Walmart. And the reason why I said I was going to boycott it when I went, I don't like to call and push bells for my common things that I need as a citizen. Like, I just don't want to do it. And if I got to push a bell to get my washing powder, I was like, I'm done. You know, well, like, why, um, why do I got to fucking ring my own shit up? Why can't you ring that shit up for me? That's another pet peeve of mine. Don't you know I stand in the line to be served? No, I agree with you. Yeah. I just feel like it's and just. You're paying $7 to ring the shit up yourself. Right. Like, what the fuck, man? I know. I'm 100% by that. I don't like yeah. that shit. I no, know. That's I'm why being, I go to Walmart. I know, I mean, that's why I I know I'm being work. lazy and shit, but look at me. Ring my shit up, bitch. That's what yeah. you're there for. Right. If I got to do your job, I need a discount. I need an employee discount right there. Exactly, because I don't move as fast. I get pressure. I get right. anxiety because of people behind not just me. That, feeling but like what, I'm taking too long. No, but not just that. But what really, this is a big thing that's happening. What could happen to you if you check yourself out? You can under, unscan. No. Yeah, you might accidentally not scan something and they're going to arrest you for fucking theft. That's a big right. thing that's happening right now. Yeah. I don't know if the stores are doing it on purpose or it's just a mistake or people are being assholes, but I don't want to do that. I worry about that because I don't want to fucking go to jail and shit because you lose right. your license. 
Right. So I, yeah. I want to keep going to save Mark. So that's why we got to have some good retirements. Because when I retire, I can't afford to be back in my own so, groceries. You know what I mean? So tell me, as a nurse that who's 55 years old, how the fuck do I retire and not have to worry about life? Well, I think that how do you retire at 55? I think that that is an individual. 35, 55, 35 45, 55. whatever. It doesn't matter. What is your plan, Starshima, for all of us to retire and have money? I don't know if I have a plan for everybody, but what I think that we all need to do, which was a big aha moment for me in my journey of figuring out, am I prepared or not? And how do I prepare? Is I needed to one first identify what was going to be my need. Like, what did I need after I left corporate America when I wasn't working and I wasn't getting the salary that I was getting in and I couldn't work? Maybe I was I couldn't stand on my feet as long for 12 hour shifts. Like, what was that number for me to pay my mortgage? And my big thing is, and everybody's lives may be different. And Kevin, is that I want to maintain or even live better after retirement. Yeah, but how are you going to do that if you don't save and you don't plan for retirement? Because I'll give you this. Miss Pat, you know, I told you this many times before. Miss Pat and I make less now than I did as a nurse and she did as a teacher. Mm-hmm. One thing that we discovered, though, that woke me up, and I don't think a lot of nurses realize this, is health insurance. Mm. We were only paying anywhere from $25 when she first started teaching up to maybe two or 300 bucks a month when they made us start paying more for health mm-hmm. insurance. But then when she quit her job to come here full time, do you know what they want to charge us for our family? Probably over $1,000. Try $3,000 a month. Oh, Oh, I believe that. I believe Yes, that. but what is that? How much is that a year? Well, 3,000 times 12. $36,000 right. a year. Yeah, and most it. people cannot afford that. I can't afford it. We don't Right now, we don't have health insurance because we cannot afford it. Right. So what are you going to do when you're fucking retired? How are you going to have that same health insurance? Are you, do you really want to be on Medicare and Medi-Cal? I'm not <laughs> knocking Medicare and Medi-Cal, but I mean, what treatment do patients get when you're on Medicare and Medi-Cal? Well, because there's there's still going to be some financial risk. Like as I was taking that exam today, is that Medicare on Part B, which are outpatient, wait, 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 they only wait, wait, get 80%. Wait, 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 hold on. Tell everybody what exam you took today. Oh, Kevin, why you put me on the spot like that? Because people need to know that you're successful. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you. I took my life and health exam today. That's and good. I passed it. Here's the amazing thing. Are we going to digress here for a moment? You going to teach me how to pass that? I'm going to teach you how to pass it. Because here's the thing. Let me tell you, Chico, right here. I did not freaking study. When I posted on my social media today that I need a miracle, I legit need a miracle because you know your good friend. You know we be busy, Kevin. You know we right. try to coordinate these I days know we to get, get our recording. We get fucking Jay Madison and shit because <laughs> right. we made the last minute. <laughs> so I didn't do it, Kevin. Like I didn't study, and but I was like, passed. I really need a miracle, but I passed, and so. The cheat code is, you know, hey, be that ER nurse that you are. We work great under pressure. Get up and show up. But one thing I told myself, well, I said, ooh, Starshima, you bad, girl. Like, you bad. You passed that test with no studying. See? But I-, I am grateful. It's just a new journey that I'm embarking upon. I don't know where this journey is going to take me. Are you in the healthcare field or would you like to learn how to save a life? Let Central Valley Medical teach you today. We offer CPR and first aid, IV therapy, ACLS, PALS, NRP, and more. Visit us at www.morethancpr.com or call us today at 559-765-0306. We do more than just CPR. Learn to respond to a code, not react. 
it's just a new journey that I'm embarking upon. I don't know where this journey is going to take me, but I really feel like going left or right, being a nurse, it gives me one other opportunity underneath my belt to serve nurses to make sure that they're prepared and set up for their yeah, future. But so how how hard is it? How hard is it to go to talk to people about money and life insurance and, and retirement plans and stuff? How hard I, is it? Well, I can, I'm going to speak from my perspective. And I think you and I have this conversation in a green room is that when I have been, I've been approached probably about four different times because I don't know why nurses are the target for these people, right? Nurses are targets. I'm going to be honest with Because we're, we're suckers. suckers. Who think that is, that's what it most, is. No, but watch this. I'm going to tell you why. And this is my thought process. I don't have any evidence, but I can almost guarantee it. Because 90% of nurses are. Not set up correctly no, for their future. <laughs> no, 90% of, nurse, 90% of nurses are females, and women don't have a hard time saying what? No. Right. That's why you're targeted. Right. But also, I feel like we are a profession, thinking about retirement, because that's what we on. thinking about we're a profession, and majority of us as nurses, myself included, until myself I, woke included. Up, I woke up a few years ago that I wasn't prepared for what was next. Right. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. And you I have too late. I don't feel like I'm too late because now I have something that's in place that as long as I fund it well, be intentional about it. I feel like I'm I too, too late. late. You ain't too late. I am. Why? Because you feel like your age that mm-hmm. you're too late. Right. But you're not. I know. It, but I'm just saying what I feel. I mean, if you get intentional. Don't dismiss my feelings. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, your feelings are valid. <laughs> you're okay to feel the way you feel. Okay? No, but I'm sure. No, but I'm sure the other people feel the same way, don't True. they? True. Yeah, think that they're too old and yeah. that they can't. But I think that we all can be intentional about where we are to make sure what is that goal that we want and make sure we are committed to it and then doing and dedicated to it and doing the right things, which sometimes is very sacrificial, like budgets. Like you and I were talking about budgets in the green room. You know, majority of the time we don't put away for our retirement or save as aggressively. Because we don't know how to manage our money. And the management isn't because we want to mismanage it intentionally, but we wasn't taught these things. Right. We weren't taught by our parents how to manage money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why my retirement looks shady and why when I would go look at my app, it would always say I was gloomy. You remember those apps where it was like (laughs) gloomy? And I'm like, what the hell do you mean I'm gloomy and I'm putting my money away? But I wasn't doing it at the right rate to be able to reap the investment that I want it at the very end. And so I think that we as nurses, we have to start thinking about what's next. We think about. So watch this. Yeah. 59% of Americans are one paycheck away from homelessness. I believe you, especially now. And I'm surprised. Is that the recent number? Because especially now with inflation, like you look at rents right now, rent. Okay. Okay. So March of 2022, Mm -hmm. 64%. If you want to be more accurate, 64%. Okay. I'm sure it's a little bit higher. That's a year ago. So I'm sure it's a little bit higher since it's inflation's rise. So maybe 65, 68%. Right. Because what we're finding, our money isn't going as far as it Not just has that, but, in the past. But this is my biggest pet peeve with nurses. What do they do? Like, were you an ever CNA? I was. Yes. I started right. from the bottom. And, and then you, did you become an LVN or did you go straight to RN? I went to RN. Oh, so you're all fancy. I, I, hey, I'm bougie. Okay, but watch this. <laughs> CNA, and I'm just making up numbers. CNA, you made 12 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. And then you jumped to 35 bucks an hour as an RN. It's like mm-hmm. a huge pay jump. 
And you're right. like, fucking shit, I'm fucking rich. Right. And you didn't learn to fucking hold back. You created this lifestyle that's way the fuck up here. Yeah. How are you going to maintain that when you're fucking old and shit? You can't. But let's add some context to it. When you started in the hood, too, and you really started making $35 an hour, you felt like, mama, I made it. Right. So <laughs> no, but it's true, though. Right. Okay. Well, you spend like crazy. Yeah. And then you find yourself in what? In debt. How do, you get out of, how do you get out of that shit? And sometimes, like, and I, I think, like, right now, it's so hard to get unburied because when you used to have a little bit of extra to pay things down, people aren't having those extras anymore because it's being absorbed in things like groceries and feeding the family and necessities and soaps. You okay, know, for but, the home. But don't blame motherfuckers when you get in debt. Whose fault is it? Well, I think it's a bad, de- it's a decision that you made on your own. Yes. You it's a decision you made on your own. So mm-hmm. why did you make that decision, though? Because you're trying to maintain that lifestyle. Yeah, but it's because I think you weren't taught how to manage money. I agree. We, we weren't taught to manage money. We weren't taught to manage our debt and shit. We were taught to just what? Spend it. Yeah. So that's where you and I are. Are going to come in, you the financial guru now that you're no. working on being. But no. you're getting there and you're going to well, help us do what? Get ourselves together. But I have to say that before I even decided to take this exam, it was things that I had practiced in my own life. Like you find some people who will go out and jump into something because somebody says it's the next big fad. You look at what's trending right now. Let's get into it. But wouldn't do anything, sell anything, promote anything that I haven't applied to my own life. Like when I come and say yeah. I'm the brand nurse coach is because I branded myself to be I who you. I am. And when I think about these products, I'm like, I was just sharing with you in the green room. Like, Kevin, like I put this little smidgen away and this little smidgen is growing for me. I know, but it's crazy. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. nobody taught you about it. You learned on your own. You did your own. And so that's yeah. why I don't, all transparency, I don't have insurance. I don't even know what it's fucking called, license or whatever. I don't sell shit. So whatever I tell you, it's just what I feel and what I learned. You got to do your own motherfucking homework. Yeah. I'm telling you, Kevin doesn't believe in 401ks. I don't believe in 403Bs. I don't believe in fucking Roth IRAs. I learn from research and experience Mm -hmm. and in what's called IULs. Mm -hmm. And I know you said in the green room, you don't want to push IULs, but I think people should do their own research about that because that's what all the fucking rich people use. No, I yeah, I was just saying, like, I ain't trying to sell them on the podcast. I know, but that's... But yeah, no, I that know, is what I, they use. I'm being fair to you so people don't think you're trying to fucking be a, a huckster or whatever, but yeah. I'm just telling you that mm-hmm. I know because I don't sell shit. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking listen to Kevin. <laughs> Do your own fucking research, though. I really yeah. believe that. Like, IULs yeah. is the way every American should go, and we would upset the whole financial world if we did that shit. No, that's true. And you know, when I get so mad because I remember being a new nurse and this is how it's so relatable, y'all. When I tell y'all that I was a nurse and I didn't know, I didn't know. I remember Maria, she was a night shift nurse and Maria got at me and I was a new nurse, y'all. And I didn't understand really my money. The same thing that we talking about. And she got at me and she was like, Sarshima, I think you should really get this X, Y, and Z. And she presented it to me and I was, and she was telling me how it worked as far as in comparison to my 403B. And all the things, and I just didn't get it. I said, "Girl, this girl trying to trying to rob me." Like, mm mm. Oh, I get. That. I ain't doing yep. it. So I end up getting term with her and didn't get the IUL. But my children, we end up getting IULs for them. And I think I made yep. that decision at the moment. It was still a blinded decision, but I think I made the decision because it was cheaper for them than it was for me. I can tell you that Miss Pat is the most cheapest motherfucker on the planet of the earth. She's the most skeptical. And what does she get? Did she get one? 
Yeah, because I t- I did what? I told this is what the I research. feel. Mm-hmm. This is the research I did. Here it is. You do your own research. You go talk to the financial specialist. And she realized what I was saying was true. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a very good tax benefit, a retirement benefit. And I, I don't feel that most people could go wrong because that's what the most rich people do in America. Those are the vehicles they use to save their money and protect their money. I don't want to say, I don't want to say hide, but you know, I mean, hide. I'm just saying. (laughs) Listen, but it's what they do with your money because what do you think these banks are doing? The Bank of America is where y'all got y'all direct deposits going to. The Wells Fargo is where your deposits going through. The Chase banks, guess where y'all money is tied in at? Look Mm -hmm. up the word fractional lending because that's what banks do. Yeah. And they own these life insurance policies that they put your money. Yeah. And that's what we don't understand. And then we're how we were talking in the green room that everybody's like tax the tax the rich, tax the rich. But what they don't understand <laughs> is that the rich understand the principles that many of us as they know the class rich. and yeah. So they're never going to be taxed because it never looks like they have money, but who they're makes, wealthy as shit. Who makes the rules? The government. Right. And what did I call you early in the green? What did I call you? I don't, don't tell you. Don't, don't be a fucking, don't be a fucking tax cheat. Yeah, a tax sheet. But that's what people say. But you're not cheating. You're not cheating. You're mm-hmm. just using the rules that they put in place. Right. So Starshima and I are trying to educate us low lives down here, which includes her and I, to use the fucking rules that they put in place to hide and save their money. We're doing the same thing. Right. Because we want you to leave a legacy for your children. Right. We want you to have a nice retirement. And I'm not selling things. Like I said, I don't make money. I'm not pushing Starshima because I don't know if she's. No, a I'm good, not selling anything on here. I'm just, I know, but I'm talking. not. I'm not yeah. good. If I don't know, Starshima's a fucking good IUL person. Not. I don't know that. I'm just sharing my passion mm-hmm. and what I know from my research. Yeah. If you want to contact the rest, she'll help you. Otherwise, tell me, and I'll give you a couple of other names of shit if you don't trust mm-hmm. her. Rest. Yeah. Listen to the podcast and not trusting me. Let me tell y'all, we're about to level up with our retirements. Living these lives, right? After no, but what, what did I what did I tell you about financial analysts? What did I tell you I didn't like? Yeah, you yeah, you were talking about and I totally, totally agree with you. Like I side with you on this, and I think that people should be more mindful about that. Is the open up and sharing. Now I think that there should be a balance. You should find somebody that you trust because you need to you need to be in charge of your future. So you need to know where your retirement stands. But also on the other side, for these agents who are approaching people, make sure you know your people, make sure you build relationship and trust. Because just as Kevin said, I feel the exact same way. I'm going to give you all a story. I had a young lady who got in my inbox. I said, got in my inbox. So that means that she they did not. Shit. She hacked my shit. You know what I mean? No. She, she reached out to me in my inbox and it was wanting to reach out to me about one, a business opportunity to work with her doing right. this, and then also to sell me. So I am always, 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 as majority of us are, because looking at the state of the world and look how hard we work for what we have, right? That I'm not going to just willy nilly and trust my social security number or my financial information with right. anybody. Like you'll be foolish to do something like that. And so it threw me off, but I was willing to have the conversation with the understanding that I was just doing it and I was going to burn an hour of my time. But I learned from that as one, a business person, not knowing that I'll be where I am today is that when you are asking for financial information, you have to have trust 
with people. Right. They have to know you. You ask for a lot of information. Sometimes I think about one of my good friends who set up one of my IULs for me. I was like, I must trust you, girl, because you know how much money I make. You know my routing number. Right. <laughs> you no, know my social true. security yeah. number. You but know my true. birth. But well, you have to think about yeah. those things, you know. And when you're building that trusting relationship. So I understand where the skepticism come from, just like you and I talked about. And it's totally relatable. It doesn't change because this is a field that I'm navigating into. It is so important to be cautious with your information because it's gamers and scammers everywhere. They want to steal everything from you, right? Right. But I hope that you find a good balance that it doesn't stop you from setting yourself up for your retirement, for your lack of trust. Make sure you find somebody that you can trust to go and get you what you need so that your future, your children's future, your great grandkids future looks different. Why did you and I get together? Because we talked about this from the beginning. You asked me some questions. You know, we, I don't even remember exactly how we got together, but we talked a lot about this when we first met. Mm-hmm. You asked me some questions and I always told people, I am building a legacy for my kids. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't do that. Their parents mm-hmm. didn't do that for them. When I die, I want to leave a legacy for my kids. All those old rich white people like the Rockefellers and shit, why are they so still wealthy? Because they built a legacy. Not just did they build it. They built a legacy, but they educated their kids on what to do with that legacy. Right. And here's the speaking about legacy. When you say legacy, sometimes we all, not always, but many times people attach legacy to money. But legacy is also knowledge. That's why Rockefellers, like you're saying, Rockefellers keeps it going. How many times is Rockefeller name still here through how many generations? Right. And one financial person asked me, and this was powerful, like two of the most important dates in life is when you're born and the Mm. last day your name is mentioned in your family. Like, do you know who your great grandmother is? I do. I don't. I do. Her name name ain't mentioned. Where was the legacy, right? Only because I looked and researched. Okay. But it wasn't something that was talked about. No, nobody taught me about it. They didn't even talk about my grandmother. Right. And then you wanted to be like, I I mean, I knew my grandmother because that was my mom's mom, but I didn't know my grandmother's mom. Like she never talked about it. I want my kids to talk about the Stansberry family. We are the Stansberries. We are a team and we're going to fucking thrive and we're going to be remembered throughout the length of time. Right. What did the fucking Stansberries do for this world? Right. And how the Stansberries leading on and telling their children that they're going to, that their children is going to bed in their children. Yes, that when that's what you I'm and Ms. Doing. Pat is no longer here, grandpa, Kevin, great grandpa, Kevin, right. you know, that's right. And that's like mimicking what the Rockefellers are doing, looking at that success. But you know, one twisted thing that I heard Kevin, and it's just different speaking about this. Do you know that some people don't care about their retirement? They don't care what their future looks like because they feel like their children and grandchildren should work as hard as they have. I got you. Gordon Ramsay's like that. He talks about that. He's worth a billion something, like a lot of fucking money, billions mm-hmm. of dollars. And he said, I'm not leaving my kids fucking shit. Well, hopefully he leaves it to a trust. <laughs> no, he says, no. He says, I'm not leaving them shit because they need to work as hard as I did to make what I did. Mm-hmm. And I get what he's saying. I totally get it. But I think it's wrong because I think he should have taken the time to educate his kids. I think he should have built a trust. Mm-hmm. And educate them on how to fucking let that legacy go on and on and on. Because what could it, if he educates his kids, what could they do with that trust? Build it even bigger. Right. Build it even bigger and mm-hmm. help communities and stuff. Right. 
the neighborhoods. I don't, I don't think about just Kevin. I think about my community. I right. do a lot to help Madera, California. Absolutely. You love I Madera, do. huh? I do. Our company just donated. I won't tell you much, but our company donated. And we don't get anything out of it. But we donated to the Madera Farmer's Market. Look at you all. Let me get back. What, what do I get for the fucking farmers? What, what, what's that? What's that fancy term? That's philanthropic. Yeah, is how I am. Philanthropist. Fan, right. I am because I love it. We have uh, our in Madera County. We're fucking seventy percent of people on Medicare and Medi-Cal. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of money. We don't have a lot of tax base. So what do the ladies do with the Madera Farmers Market? Well, I she taught me. She says if you're on on Medicare, Medi-Cal, you're on food stamps. You get $35 of money to spend at the farmer's market to get fresh fruits and vegetables. How can I not help people if that's helping them to be healthy? That's we're so keep, awesome. We're keeping them out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Way to go. Congratulations. And, and she, she asked me, what do you want us to do to help you? And I said, nothing. You don't need mm. to do nothing. I'm here to help you. Paying it forward. I appreciate Right. I, I believe in karma because if I help you, Somewhere, somebody's going to look, see me, and they're going to come back and say, that's some bitch. Let's help his ass. Well, you know, it's law. Like, you, what you want more of, you give more of. And people don't, they, people hold everything so tight, and they wonder why they don't right. get much back. Whatever, but once you let it out, you know, give more of what you want. Whatever energy you put out into the universe, you're going to get back. Yep. And I believe don't that. Get that. Yeah. So put your money out there right. We put yourselves up for retirement right. Know what y'all numbers are, so make sure at the end y'all get that back, and then y'all kids so are I set ask up, you, you know, have to change it. So yeah. I asked you this earlier: What is the average rate of return on a four hundred one k? About four to eight percent. What is when, the average? That depends on what. Go ahead, yeah. The market, because right, market like right crashes, now, this what happens? You're mm-hmm. losing your money. So, so many what, people are losing money right now. What's the average return over the last twenty to thirty years? Average return twenty thirty years on the IUL. I believe it's 10 to 12%. Right. And it can be more. It can be as high as 26, but it's never dropped more than 9.6% or some shit Mm -hmm. like that. Yep. And is it affected by the market? Nope. And if you borrow the money that you put in, is it tax-free? Yes, it is. And when you die? Tax-free. You 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 still get your benefits. What happens if you leave a 401k or 403b to your kids? It's going to be taxed. See, and that's what people need to understand. And you think about Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, learn the system of the game of the fucking mm-hmm. wealthiest people in the world. Learn the fucking game of the 1% so you can fucking be in the same game. It's not hard. Right. We can all educate each other so we can use the same system they have put in place for themselves. Right. It was a big aha moment for me because I used to think that, you know, coming from the hood, growing up in the hood, they feel like you had an employer where you can invest in your retirement. That was like leveling up, right? right. Remember like what I can put in, they going to match me dollar for dollar. Right. But then when I think about like what I know now, like the 403Bs and the 401Ks are not set up to benefit us. They're set up to benefit the employer. Right. That's because true. they get the tax benefits because you're putting your money in pre-tax, which means that in the next 20 years, when you pull it out, you're going to pay those 20 year advancement taxes so- on it. So I talk about this all the time. I wish nurses would be more financially savvy mm-hmm. because they get mad at hospitals for paying travelers a hundred bucks an hour when they only pay you 30. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just making up numbers. Okay. Why does it benefit an employee to pay you a traveler a hundred dollars an hour and employee, they still lose money when they play the employee 30 bucks an hour. Because all the benefits that they have behind the scenes. <laughs> That's not even the number one reason. What's the number one reason? 
What does an employer not have to pay when you're a traveler? Taxes. What taxes, though? Was it like federal taxes? Pay, state yeah, tax? payroll taxes. That's mm -hmm. right. So just on that alone, they save millions of dollars. And then on top of that, you add what you said, benefits. It's, yeah. But if you had 2,000 employees and you're paying $1,000 every two weeks, how much money is that just in payroll tax? And yeah. then on top of that, benefits. Mm -hmm. workers comp they don't have to pay any of that that's why they love travelers because it's a tax write-off it's a business decision they don't, give, they don't give it yeah but they don't give a shit about the patient they don't give a shit about you they can say whatever they want but they're full of shit mm -hmm. they're in it for the business yeah oh sure yeah. well every business is in it for the business because i know but you figure i yeah. know but you figure healthcare would be in it for the patient but they're not. They're in it for the business. They don't give a mm -hmm. fuck about you. They don't give a shit about the patient. They only care about the financial dollar. Yes. And that's where nurses need to educate themselves and understand that they need to take care of themselves financially. Right. And then have we even thought about like things like long-term insurance? <clears throat> nope. I, do. I have it. Af I use Aflac. I'm not promoting Aflac, but I use Aflac. Yeah. So if so anything happens, like, I know in one policy that Maria set up for me and the reason why I won't cancel it because it's a term life policy, but it has like living benefits and things like that, that you get if something right. happened to you while you're living. Right. Like, do we even have ourselves? Like I was having a conversation with a family member. I was like, if life changes for you right now, right. What happens what are you to gonna, your family? What are you do, right? Well, I asked him, Ms. Pat, what the fuck are you going to do if you die and shit? How am I going to take care of the kids and the business and all that? If I die right now, what are you going to fucking do? Like how mm -hmm. we, we got to think about that, but nobody likes to talk about it because nobody wants to talk about what death or injury. But it's inevitable for everybody. And we as nurses, we have to start thinking about that. Like, I think that that's important things for us to think about right. and take in charge. Because what is the purpose of us working so hard and then living poor lives in the end? Right. Like I told you, Kevin, my goal is to sustain my quality of life, if not live better. Like, I'm that's a, my goal. I'm going to be a pimp when I'm fucking retired. Wait a minute, not the pimp though. You're gonna be paying them? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, bring, gonna be paying I'm gonna bring, you. Uh both. I'm gonna bring out my pimp hat and shit. <laughs> you got a cane too? You're I got gonna, my cane gonna, too. You're gonna yeah. pimp out the cane? Yep. Yeah. Pimp bitch can't get a dollar. Me, bitch can't get a dollar out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Where my money at? Bring me right? my money, run me my money. Oh I'll, my god. I'll be running a game up in a nursing home and shit. Watch. <laughs> Wait, not a nursing home. Look at me. Right down there, room 500, that's fucking Starshima, $50. Over, <laughs> over here is, is uh, Tina, that's fucking $25. See, look at that. <laughs> Running it up in the nursing home, See? getting all our little coins that we got left, right? <laughs> oh, it's shit. the money, man. It's the money. It's, you know, the ability to be able to continue right? to generate wealth and bring different that's avenues right. of income in. I love it. I'm and a if Pimpin' going to do it for you, it's going right? to do it. Pimpin' ain't that. free, baby. Pimpin' ain't free. It ain't easy. I heard it ain't it easy, either, either, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's easy to me, but it's just not free as shit. You got to pay the pimp. Oh, well, that's what they say it's about. But then the pimp got to take care of his. Okay. I will. That's expensive. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's that give and take it. Like in a company, a business got to take care of its employees. Look so at me. Employees look, look, look. To bring the money. Don't make me. <laughs> Not backhand of no pin slap on them. <laughs> domestic violence around here. No. Yes, we don't. We don't want domestic violence. No, no domestic we violence. Are, we oppose domestic violence. We we are opposed to it. <laughs> you are too funny, Kevin. 
So, yes. So I love the conversation. And I think that I was sharing with you in the green room what really sparked this conversation or thought when we were thinking about what we're going to talk about today is because, yes, I think about these things and I think like, oh, well, maybe not everybody needs what I have. And maybe I'm just late. Right. I'm late to the show and everybody else got it figured out. But I ran into a nurse that I work with. She must be in her mid to late 60s. And I was like, hey, so like when you leave event side, you know, you see all these younger people transition, right. you still hanging out. That's true. And That's she was right. like, she's like, I can't. I'm like, what the hell you mean you can't? Like, you know, because sometimes people want to work to keep their identity, you know, things that they're associated with. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I don't have no money to retire. I need to work to live. I need my That's health right. insurance. And I was like, wow, like this woman who's been a nurse for years, 65 late mid to late sixties and ain't is not ready yet. And can, well, I should not say not ready. I meant it in a way that she cannot, like she feel like she cannot live unless she is working. It's true though. That's true. And I was like, I don't, yeah. But I think that not just when you invest in stuff and you invest for the future, you have to be diverse, invest in real estate. Real estate is always good. We get stuck and we only invest in here in America, but I think you should invest in other countries. I know this may not be popular, but I got money in China. I got money in Japan. I got money all around the world and shit because emerging markets, it's called emerging, emerging markets. Don't be shy to look at elsewhere too. Like we're not the only person in the fucking world, like diverse. Yeah. I actually have a couple of nurses. Actually, one is a nurse and then one is actually I'm getting ready to do a conference with in October, the Millionaire right. Mindset Conference. She's an international investor. She's right. a, she's the flipper queen. So she's flipping houses and getting money. And then right. one of the nurses that I follow, she showed me that it, I don't know if it was Ghana. Don't let me misquote it. But the properties was $100,000. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like internationally in comparison to what you but said. That's average my point. Home like, now, right? You can go to other countries and buy buy homes cheaper, flip it and use it as an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. You can rent it. You can sell it and it, you can write it off. I mean, there's people are so limited, they're very you know narrow minded. Mm-hmm. So you got to open up your world. Gold and silver is a good investment. True. Always so keep don't all those gold. always mm-hmm. diverse and stuff. Always. Yeah. So looking like that's what kept it like diversifying your portfolio. Like if you're yeah. saying, Sir Shima, I can't put it away now, but what can I invest here that's to be able true. to make Don't more money? Much. Here? Yeah. Start somewhere. $5 a month, $10 a month. Start somewhere. True. Yeah. Like these hedge funds accounts and all these different account things that people are yeah. investing small amounts of money in and but they're doubling. You'd be surprised though, when you go overseas, how much land or a house you could buy for, for the US dollar while it's still yeah. valuable. Right. And I think over here in California, I know Callie, like we think we got it together, but y'all, we late. We're late. We are late to the show. And I think what California and some parts of the world, other parts of the world is that we're so microwave. Nobody wants to sit on it and wait on it. That's why we're not prepared for our retirement. We want everything right now and stuff. Right now. But if we sit on $5 for the next 20 years and let it grow and accumulate, what does that look like? Like we have to be able to see that. And so far be beyond just a 403B and a 401k. Yeah, I, I agree with sustain that. sustain life, yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. I think this was All a right, good conversation. Guys, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, I had yeah. a good time. I love, I love money yeah. and stuff. So I love finance. I love retirement. I love talking about this. I yeah. wish that I wish that I would have learned more about it when I was younger because I'd be, I'd be off the hook rich. I'd be right. a Rockefeller right now. Right. It's like we're just getting started, but 
like you said earlier, like so many people think that it's too late, but it ain't too late. The thing I'm never going to grow old and I'm never going to die. You're never going to grow old and then you're going to live on. I'm going to live, live forever. On. <laughs> I'm going to be like, my fuck, I'm going to be like fucking Methuselah. I'm going to be 900,000 years old and shit. Fuck it. Well, you know, as long as it's in your spirit and you feel like you can do that, I would never say anything Watch else me. otherwise. Watch me and shit. I'm going to have lots of wives, lots of Sanchez and shit. Why the Sanchez? Oh my goodness. The, the three W's wine, women, and weed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, just keep that heart. Just keep Look, that heart. Going. I, I went to the soccer game the, uh, yesterday with Abby, and the guy, he's younger than me. He looked at me. He's like, How old are you? I'm like, I'm 55 and shit. No way. I thought you was 38. I'm like, Shit. See? So. Don't worry, I, I can keep up with these young motherfuckers. All right, well, keep up with them then. Keep up with them. All right, <laughs> right y'all. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. I thank hope you guys have a great night. Don't forget, Starshima, brand nurse coach on Twitter. And come and see us at Central Valley Medical, also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Visit us at yes. morethancpr.com. Don't forget yes. to get your damn t-shirts and coffee yes. mugs with, you know, the Nurse and Nurse podcast. Yes, yeah, support, we, support we the brand. You. And I just yeah, want to support tell us. Kevin. What they're doing over at Central Valley Medical is absolutely amazing. I think I went and looked at your social media profile and it was good to see some familiar faces. And it's yeah. not one or two, but multiple, multiple, multiple. And I think that that is just so forward moving in nursing and supporting nursing from beyond the I'm bedside, trying. making sure yeah. we're good. So keep up the amazing work of what you and Miss Pat and the once, organization is doing there. Once you leave us, doesn't mean I'm done with you. If you want me to be your mentor, you got questions, we're always here helping you and stuff. And if I don't know the answer, I'll find the answer for you. I'll find, yeah. I will find a mentor that suits you. Yes, absolutely. Because you know what Kevin always tell me? I got to do my research. I do. I, <laughs> numbers, numbers don't fucking lie. That is the truth. He is oh. a man. And if you don't know, he's going to go get it. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. We'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.